Hello? Bro, bro, I've been talking for the last fucking five minutes, dude. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> and No, you go ahead and take it over. There's no way I'm repeating that shit. That was ridiculous. No, you can hear me now, though, right? Yeah, I can hear you now, but I don't understand why you couldn't. Like, what happened? How come we couldn't just stay on the other one? Because I, I was trying to talk to you that whole time that you were talking, and it wouldn't connect my voice. Weird, dude. Yeah, because I fucking, you're telling me my voice sounded robotic, so I took the headset off, and then I tried to talk normally, and then, yeah, mm-hmm. I just fucking went out all of a sudden. We, so We're going to have to find, uh, is there a way, like, how do people do the whole Spotify thing? I know that we shared a Spotify, but isn't there a way that we can actually use Spotify to record? Well, I know, like, the way most people do it, it's not any tools that they go directly off Spotify with. From my understanding, they just record the audio from some other source, like, off their computer or some shit, and they can just mm-hmm. publish it to Spotify. This, of course, since we're going through the app and whatnot, there's going to be some technical difficulties, which I realize I get issues when I have it connected to the Wi-Fi. So that might have been another thing where the Wi-Fi just, like, wasn't working properly, so it was trying to combat with that. But I got it all fixed up now, and now it's not on Wi-Fi. I got it on Do Not Disturb. None of that shit. So we should be good to go the rest of the time for sure. But right. yeah, I was I was trying to communicate that, and I was like, "Zach, Zach," and he kept talking, and I was like, "Well, I don't know. Maybe I could just end it right now, hold on to that piece of audio that you talked about, and I could just splice it together with the second portion, whenever my audio would work." But yeah, sure, maybe, shit, maybe. I didn't save any of it. No, oh, lovely. All right. Well, why don't you go ahead and give them your spiel of your week, and I'll go ahead and give them mine, and then I'll. We'll continue on. Now, I got you. Yeah, so, I mean, kind of like what we were trying to say before, uh, we've all been kind of going through some shit. Uh, me in particular, it's been rough last couple months trying to find a job. And, you know, I've been out there grinding it out, trying to find something every day, pretty much applying for different things and trying to rub elbows with some people. And the entire time, I've only had two interviews, which is insane to me. I have decent amount of experience in some of these fields like you know of course retail i mean that should be a given you see my resume you're like oh shit this guy's been doing this for like three years cool um but yeah there was no bite (laughs) and yeah i haven't gotten any offers but you know everything was kind of coming to a boiling point for me i guess mentally um thankfully the only thing that really kept me going throughout the whole time of course friends and family but outside of that kind of doing the podcast stream and going outside and being out in the world. And I haven't been running quite yet, but I've been walking three miles a day. So that's been very consistent the last couple of weeks. Um, so that's been helping out a lot. And I've just been telling myself every day, something's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Of course, friends and family reiterate that to you. But today we kind of got to uh, a great point in this adventure of trying to figure out what's next. And today it started with my brother coming over. He was hanging out with the family. He kind of telling me about this job where he's working at, of course, at uh, Frito-Lay and whatnot. And, of course, over there, he was telling me they're looking for a bunch of people. And he's like, go ahead and go on that website and try to apply for something that's available. So, of course, we found something that has to deal with sanitation. So they, like, clean a bunch of the equipment and whatnot. That's pretty much all they do. Um, so, yeah, sure enough, I applied there within, like, probably 10 minutes of talking to him. I got an email within an hour saying that you have the minimum qualifications for this job. We're going to look further into your app and you will get a response within two business days. So I was like, all right, cool. And I shit you not within half an hour after that, that's when like, Oh, congratulations. You've been moved forward to the interview process. So they just got me on there asking me, Hey, well, where do you want to go do the interview? Not where do you want to go, but when do you want to do the interview throughout next week? 
And of course I chose the earliest time Tuesday. But the funny thing is um, the interview times that they gave me for choices were pretty wacky, dude. There was interview times that were like 4.15 in the morning if I wanted to. But I was like, who doesn't interview that early in the morning? That makes no sense. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was almost tempted to do it just to see if I could like wake up and be awake properly and just kind of pitch myself to somebody. Um, but I chose to do it at 1130 in the morning. I felt that that was a perfect amount of time for me to kind of wake up, get acquainted with everything, kind of get prepared. And especially with the interviewer, too. Imagine trying to conduct an interview on somebody at four in the morning. It doesn't make sense. So that was a step in the right direction for sure. And I was very happy about that. Um, and then, of course, some time after, I actually was in contact with somebody that I know works at Gallo Winery. And he's involved with somebody that is actually in a very specific department that I don't want to go into much detail, of course, on here. But yeah, they're actually looking into some stuff for me as we speak. And that could be <laughs> another side thing for sure. So I'm trying to figure out exactly what that next move is, but it looks like things are trending to go in the right direction. And I'm pretty excited for it, dude. Pretty dope. Not going to lie. Well, hell yeah. What about, um, how are things in your personal life going? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just been chill. <laughs> kind of like what I just said. It's just been a few weeks of trying to figure out what's going on with the job and you well, know, yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to job wise. I mean, health wise, like you running, keeping up, you know, I said that I said, I just said that I've been doing. Life. Yeah. So like what's been helping me out the whole time is doing the walks and whatnot. I've been doing three miles a day. So that was a part of the conversation I was just saying. Um, that's what's been keeping me going the whole time. Cause of course it sucks not working for a while. So yeah, that was just kind of some of it for sure. And that was pretty much the gist. Oh, oh my bad. Sorry. I was also trying to, I was reading a couple things here too while I was. <laughs> You're kidding. I was like, wait a minute, this guy not listen to fucking anything I said. <laughs> it's like, what's going on, damn you it? No, I did. I just, you know, trying to also keep up to date on this shit too. Yeah, I got you. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, and look for the whole audio issue and then, you know, whatnot. You know, it's, we've had COVID and everything. And, had i've had covid my wife's had covid and whatnot so it's been a little shitty but i'm starting to feel a lot better still still kind of tired still you know having bats of where you know i'll have bursts of energy and then i'll have a bat of fucking i'm like oh i just want to go to sleep you know nah, and whatnot and our you know her sister's got it now Hello? Zach, hello? God damn it, here we go. <laughs> I think Zach cut out, dude. What the hell? Try to message him real quick. If he's talking, I can't hear nothing. So I'm just trying to give you a heads up. Let's see what he says. Yeah, that might have been a thing. We've been trying to do everything is just see this is what I'm talking about, bro. Down downward spiral. Everything go wrong will go wrong. 
God. I guess God doesn't want us to fucking talk about our personal issues, dude. Every time we're trying to get it across, let people know nothing's working, it's fine, whatever. I'm getting annoyed by it. That last recording, though, did save, so I do have that. I might link it up to this. So I think we should just get straight to the video game stuff for sure. Yeah, all right, whatever. So, uh, like, with okay, so I think Stray would be a good spark because, you know, we usually start with Stray anyways because it's the biggest thing right now. But Stray, you know, I, I haven't really – I haven't beat it yet. I'm getting damn far. Damn well, where damn. are you at? Uh, radio Tower. I got to the top, put in the transmitter. The Radio Tower. Remember when is you that's... go to the, high, the highest point, you put in the radio transmitter, and then you got to go back down? Are you still in the slums? No, no, no. I, I put the radio – I'm on, like, the slums part two or three. Okay. I mean, are you still in that little city? Yeah. No, yeah, no. I mean I, – Yeah, I went up to that big tower to put the transmitter in. Okay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I would say you're about halfway. Yeah, so I mean, I on my on my time thing, I said I think it said like four hours, four or five hours. Yeah, I mean, you're getting there for sure. You're getting pretty damn close. Yeah. I would say you probably like another couple hours, maybe. Yeah, and you should be good. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that's kind of where it's at. But we kind of just have to wait till we can dive deeper into it. I mean, of course, I love the game, you know, in and out. But um, just to get a little update from where you're at, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind of see where it's going in your direction and whatnot, and. Yeah, I'm sure by next week it should be completed, but... Yeah, it's just been, like I said, you know, been hectic, so... But it's all good. Um, but the interesting from Stray, the guys at Annapurna Interactive, uh, they're actually... They announced about a year ago, but it just became this big thing now, is uh, that new dinosaur game that's coming out. It's a, it's a new horror survival game with dinosaurs. Mm. Yeah, and, I'll tell you what, man. That game looks ridiculous. Yeah, it look, it look, and I I hope. Now, it says it's a Steam wishlist kind of thing, but I would really like mm-hmm. to see it come to console. And I think they could do it. It doesn't look super, like, it's. it doesn't look like it's going to be super jarring on console if they were to put it in, unless it's, like, ridiculous and we don't know yet just from seeing the cinematic trailer. But um, there's really not much on it. The uh, The post I'm seeing here, it's just you know, explaining the trailer and the trailer for anybody who wants to see it. If you go on YouTube, all you got to do is type in the lost wild steam trailer and you'll see it. It's only, I think it's like a minute or so, but it's, it's really cool, really dark and gritty. Uh, it looks definitely scary and that's why I like it. You don't really see a lot of games like that. And I I think they're, they're kind of aiming to fill, uh, fill that niche, you know, that, that a lot of people don't get. I mean, you know, you can kind of say maybe it's been filled with, like, the Ark or, you know, Turok or some shit like that, but Turok is so old. It was a great game back in the day. A lot of fun, but... And Ark isn't really a horror survival. It's a, you know, it's kind of a survival game, survival builder, kind of like uh, Conan and uh, Rust and, and, and mm. games like that, you know, in the forest and all those ones, but... The forest, I'd say it's probably more on par with The Lost Wild because it's it's really scary. But, you know, it's definitely a game I'd love to play. It's definitely a game that would probably be a lot of fun to play as a four-player co-op with friends. Just, you know, sit down in a dark room with your buddies and just get scared, you know? Yeah, and I mean, that's the cool thing with that game is, you know, what would happen if it was, you know, say, pulling back from the movie uh, Jurassic Park, you know, what would that happen if that actually was a thing, right? Um, yeah. What would you do type stuff? 
And that's why I think, I mean, you're not realistically going to shoot it down with guns and shit, right? If it's just some random person, you know, having to be stuck in a world like that, how are you going to survive and how are you going to get away from those things? Uh, What kind of instincts would you use? And I think it's a very unique concept for a game because, of course, most of the time it has to be some type of supernatural element, have to be some type of monster, right? Um, And this case, you know, you're going to use dinosaurs. You, know, you would think on paper, when you read it, you're like, yeah, it's not going to be scary. I mean, like I said, it's just like Jurassic Park. Yeah, how could it be that scary? Um, but they are going out of the way to make it very in-depth with uh, survival horror and making sure that you're aware that these things are dangerous and you got to be very cautious around them, sneak and figure it out. And I'm looking forward to it. After seeing that trailer today, I was actually pretty impressed by it. And it looks like it's pretty far along in development from my angle of what I've seen. Um, it could just be, you know, just a cinematic trailer of some sort mixed in with some actual gameplay. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see going forward uh, where it's going to go, what systems it lands on. And I think Annapurna is a company to look out for now. They're not up and coming, but I think they're becoming that sleeper developer that they have some hits in the beginning. And it might not be the most... I guess, um, how am I trying to say that? I guess, um, hmm, can't even think of the word, but I guess easy accessibly, like an easy, easily accessible game is what I would say with that. A lot of these big uh, developer type games, and you got like your Uncharted and whatnot for the customer, um, those are the games that are going to be kind of getting a large crowd, and they don't make games, I guess, just independent stuff, but. I think they're slowly starting to rise above most people, especially after Stray. This could be their next hit on their hand. And, of course, they have the whole Stray wheelhouse to go back to whenever they want to make sequels and maybe some spinoffs in that world, whatever it may be. But, yeah, man, I'm stoked for it. I can't wait to see what happens next. Oh, yeah, you know, definitely. And I I, I think, you know, whether it's AAA or not, whether they move into the AAA space or not, they're a great indie developer so far and they've been known for just, you know, they're, they're, they're independent games, you know, making these small independent games and they're doing really good with it. And that's fine. You know, you could have a, a very successful company just making small independent games and that's kind of, it's pure in a way it, it keeps them away from the, the big bad triple a, you know, and, the, and what we've seen with that is a, a lot of corruption and microtransactions, all that other bullshit, but I'm not going to get really get into that. But it's, 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 you know, maybe they'll stay pure and who knows, maybe they could go big triple A and actually stay pure to their, to their roots and remember where they came from, you know? Absolutely. That'd be nice. And they're also too, uh, on that note, they're also making, you know, the, I think it's a little farther they, uh, ahead than, than that one is they announced a, a game called flock which is a weird, it's a interesting little, um, idea. It's, it's, uh, it's, a like kind of, it's a multiplayer, a cooperative multiplayer experience about the joys of flight and collecting creatures. So I guess you call it's, you know, like Pokemon or Digimon, but you get to fly around. So interesting. I, yeah, I haven't yeah. heard about that till now. Well, I, I mean, I can hear it. I can go ahead and send you this little link here so you can take a look at the screenshots that they have on here which are pretty interesting i think they're rather interesting i sent it in your uh in your uh your messenger there and uh it's cute it kind of reminds me of uh uh animal crossing in a way the the art style oh okay let me check this out oh look at that yeah 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cute little game. Interesting. Look at that. Launching in 2023 for everything. Cool. Yeah, man. I mean, they got something quite unique over there. They're figuring it out, man. I like it. Yeah, and I guess the goal is to collect flying creatures, and you can use them, and and then. Talking, all right. I mean, that concept seems kind of wacky, but I'm like, if anybody can handle it, I mean, it's got to be them. They can figure something out with it for sure. Yeah, and there's also if if you scroll down more, there's a reveal trailer. You know, it's an actual reveal trailer, and it looks kind of cute. I'll have to watch it at some point, but it's uh, uh, I wasn't sure. I was just trying to find topics to look at, but. It, it is really cool, and it does. I love the art style, for sure. But, you know, Annapurna, they haven't let me down yet, and it's a rather new company that I found out about this year. And so far, with Stray, I'm. it was a fucking masterpiece. It was a, you know, it was bullseye fucking win for them, so I don't see why it wouldn't be a win for these other ones. Absolutely. Yeah, man, they got something up their sleeves, and they're going to keep getting it better and better over time with this game development stuff. And, you know, we're going to be along to see the ride and whatnot. But, yeah, dude, what kind of other stuff you got up your sleeve over there? Uh, What other concepts? Um, Well, there's uh, a couple of small ones, nothing major. There's, uh, I guess, the uh, PlayStation 5 price is going to increase to anybody. Well, that's really important to anybody who's planning on getting a new PlayStation 5 anytime soon. But they're, uh, Sony is raising the prices of the PS5, and they're actually refusing to comment on anything about it. So anybody trying Whoa. to find out why, they, they're really not answering any questions on why. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. When did this happen? When did that come out? Like, well, here, later? here. Yeah, uh, I think it came out a couple hours back. But here, I'll... Uh, I'll send it to you here. Whoa. You can okay. I can pair eyes on this thing. There you go. But um, it says, uh, it's no secret, even nearly uh, two years after launch, PS5 demanded far outweighs the supply. Uh, part of this is due to the uh, semiconductor shortage. So the uh, mm. problem with the semiconductors, which I've heard before. But uh, oh, yeah. semiconductor shortage played a role in Sony raising the Japanese prices on a variety of products, including, you know, certain cameras, uh. headphones and all that like crap, blah, blah, blah. But, um, and that was uh, during their first quarter earnings call. So it looks like, to me, it looks like what that says to me is that they're losing money. And now in order to make up that loss in money, they're going to try and raise the price of the PS5 and hopefully it, people buy and it makes up for their earnings report in the second quarter. So my biggest question is, is this going on just in Japan or is this going on everywhere else? Well, I don't see why it would. No, no, no. no. They, I think they, let me see. No pressure is comparing. So, so did. Price point, PS5. I think it's going everywhere, honestly. I don't see why they would only raise the prices in Japan. That would I don't think that'd be enough to even raise their their quarterly earnings. Yeah, saying it's raising the Japanese prices on a variety of products, including certain cameras, as you said, Blu-ray players, headphones, and more. Alongside that, there were probably other factors like the cost. Okay, I don't know that. So let's say this, right? So let's say if it's like going everywhere, 
if it's going to be across the world, there's you know price jump. Um, what's the price, right? It doesn't specifically say in there exactly. Yeah, no, no. They be. they also they also say here it said uh, it should be noted the Sony does not say PS5 price increases are coming, nor does it deny the possibility. And the best thing that we can do as customers is just wait and find out. Yeah, I mean, I'll play both sides of it. So let's say if, like, they did do it. Uh, if you're going to do it, I mean, the most you could do is 50 bucks, maybe, if you're going to do that. Um, it's still bullshit that you're going to raise the price of it <laughs> kind of after it's been out for almost two years now. It's ridiculous. But um, if you're going to raise it, I think 50 is the only price point people are really going to be like, okay, well, I'm fine with paying an extra 50 bucks, whatever. I think once you're hitting 100 and above that, then that's where people, especially when most of the time when you get these systems, the only way you can get is in a bundle. So you're already having to spend seven, $800, sometimes upwards of a thousand to even get a system in the first place. And the last thing people want to see is like, oh, this forced bundle that I have to buy, I had to spend another 50 to $100 on top of it because the system is now increased in price. Yeah. Um, so that's a silly point if they're going to do it, but. You know, if they're that much of a shortage and it's that difficult to get some of these parts and they have to spend a little bit extra to get some of these parts to manufacture more systems, I get it in that case. But I'm going to lean towards, say, the other side of the coin. And this is the second point of view that I'll look at is they don't do it. I don't think they will. Um, I just don't think at this point it's too late to do it. I don't think they're going to want to do it. They're already selling plenty of systems just the way it is. And even if it comes out at a slower pace, if there's going to be less products that, or less, uh, I guess, components to put inside the system, um, they could slow down the rate of when these systems do get released to the public. And it's still going to be the same of what people have had to do the last two years is just wait. They're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. And I'm hoping by like fall of next year, it's going to get to a place where it's more regular than usual. Not saying it's going to be like PS4 days, you can find them anywhere, but I'm hoping they can figure something out by next year. And at that point, I think more than enough people already have the system, um, especially since uh, quite a bit of people are still playing their PS4s and they're content. Um, so there's many factors to it, but those are kind of two flip sides uh, that I would kind of look at and see exactly what they would do and what would make sense. But what's your viewpoint on it? Dude, honestly, I think. I think if, if they were to raise the price or not, I don't think it really matters at that point, considering that the USDA price for fucking a PlayStation right now is $499. However, it's impossible to find a PlayStation 5 unless you're looking for a bundle. And at that point, you're, you're paying close to 1000 Yeah, true. That's on most of the time. And who nobody nowadays, who the hell, who, who's going to go out and try and do that right now? Who's going to go out and buy something like that in this economy right now? Nobody's going to do that. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I, and that. that's, a, that's a good point to bring up, too, because what if it's like, you know, what a big corporation is going to use as an excuse? Like, oh, uh, inflation and uh, the recession and stuff, whatever they try to say. And this is why we have to up the cost of it and but bullshit, then no, whatever. Yeah, yeah, they could do that. But in turn, then guess what? Now no one's going to buy it because you just raised the price in an already inflated economy. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it doesn't make any logical sense. It's just I'm trying to think of in a corporate standpoint what they would try to spew out to the public as to why the decision came to that, which yeah. I don't think it'd be anything that people would agree with. But no. Yeah, it's just it's interesting to see how a company would work like that, especially yeah. Sony. They've been so successful the last fuck, 10 years, at least just with this newer generation of PS4 and 
what's going on now. Um, they're way too profitable and they don't need to do anything to price jump it. I think they made plenty of money and they can conduct good business to people that are suffering right now. And some people, which, you know, most of the time, this is what happened with video games. A lot of people kind of spend a lot of their money and mainly all of it, right? To get that big system on the day one, or even later on, they save up for a while. Like, fuck, this is all the money I have, but I want that PS5. I'm going to get it. I don't think they're going to go at an angle of, you know, jumping up that price. But who knows, man? I've, I've been wrong before, and I wouldn't be shocked if I'm wrong on this one. Well, I mean, even then, dude, I'm looking at another one here. This kind of correlates to the, the, the maybe the rise in prices there. It's also they are reporting that they lost money quarter one. They, they didn't mm. make nearly as much money. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's say in that perspective, right? So they lost money. Um, is it just for like the Sony division, like just the video game division? Or was it um, more of a I standpoint? Got, I got it right here. Sony quarter one final res- financial results. Overall mm-hmm. sales means overall from everything. Overall okay. sales up 2%. And that's 2 point, or that's uh, 2%. So that equals out to $17.3 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation sales down 2%. To $4.5 billion due to falling sales and rising costs. Their bungee acquisition completed earlier than expected. It now costed them $3.7 billion. And 2.4 million PS5 shipped. And that brings it up to about 4%. And mm. so they said the PlayStation quarterly one revenues dipped about 2%. And to about, maybe they made $4.5 billion quarter. And that's not, I don't think that's nearly as much as they normally make. No, and that's think, actually interesting. That's and I think Yuli's trying to join the podcast, my guy, so you might want to send them a little invite. Okay. Our buddy uh, Jordan over there is having some issues doing his thing right now. So he, I think he might want to join later on, but uh, Yuli's trying to get in. Let me see right here. But yeah, no, I just don't see. I mean, honestly, it's not really going to probably kill Sony that bad if, if they lose some money here and there. But the way they're doing their sales and their pricing on, on all this stuff, I don't really think it's going to – it's not going to hurt them. But, I mean, it may hurt titles coming out later in the future or possible um, new apps or new functionality for the PlayStation, maybe future uh, software updates to the PS5s and shit like that. We might get them later might get some sooner who knows but it's really just depends on that but i'm just you know i just thought it was interesting because you know i know a lot of people that want ps5s but they can't get them because it's they either get all bought out by scalpers and then scalpers are selling them for twelve hundred dollars a piece you know it's ridiculous and and it's still going on there's still scalpers out there doing this it's not like just like when they first released them and it's ridiculous but I mean, aside from all that, I, th- I think that Sony will make it up and they'll figure out something to do where they can make up make up in sales. They'll come out with some big promotion or bundle or something and they'll figure it out. I think they really made a big deal or a big big bump in their sales with this uh, the whole premium premium uh, stuff for their Plus, you know, the PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Premium. Oh, yeah. And I think that's one aspect where that's money going to be kicking up a little bit. It's still in its infant stages of this new structure of what PlayStation Plus is. So it's going to take a little while. And I think a big component of them not making as much money as other quarters, I think a big issue is there's not a lot of exclusives for this thing right now, like at all. Yeah. 
yeah. the last big exclusive, I mean, of course, Stray just came out, but that's not a big scale exclusive that people are going to want to buy a PlayStation for. Uh, actually, it's not even not exclusive to that. It's a PC and PS4. So, yeah, mind that. Outside of that, um, the only other thing I could think of is, like, just strictly PS5. Maybe, I think it was just Ratchet and Clank last year, dude, to be honest. I don't remember anything else that was just strictly PS5 exclusive and nothing else. Yeah. yeah. Can't think of anything. And that's their biggest issue. They got to have some stuff that's strictly only for that. And I get their business plan of, oh, we still want to have people playing these games on PS4s because a lot of people still play that. And they sold millions and millions of copies for some of their single player story driven games on those and that system. So they got to figure something out now. But of course, this fall, when you get the re release of, uh, last of us and then you got god of war ragnarok which is still coming ps4 as well mind you um it's gonna boost sales a little bit i think that's when it's gonna start kicking out this this fall but yeah i don't know what the next ps5 only game is gonna be and the only thing i could really think of is the final fantasy 16 i think which that's one that's not you know accessible to everybody Not, not a lot of people are gonna like that shit but yeah they gotta figure out that stuff but you know, one thing I want to bring up right now, just random, uh, Ulysses is here, which somehow he was able to join quite easy, but nobody else could. Wonder yeah. how that works. Yuli, you got a mic? Apparently not. He leaves. <laughs> he and he leaves. Cool. Must have wow. Space. Cool. Okay. But, uh, And uh, I got one more, and then maybe we can just talk for a little while. But I got uh, really, I'm I'm looking, man, and there's really nothing. Uh, oh, this, you're good. What week to week, I think. About? You know, it, we're gonna have to figure out something different. But uh, I, I think, I think we'll, we'll we can keep finding points. I maybe I just didn't. Maybe it's just been an off week for me. But um, an, an interesting thing, uh, and maybe we can talk about this. You th- you seem to actually know a little bit more about this than I do. But they. Uh, the the creative director on Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm. actually got fired, but now he's working with Tencent Studio. I think it's Tencent Studios or just Tencent. I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he got fired and uh, says following an investigation into extra mm. extra material allegations, yeah. Ubisoft fired Ashrif uh, Ismail. Something Hopefully, like that, I yeah. didn't butcher his name. In uh, 2020, uh, the following or the this followed Ismail taking a leave of absence after allegations that he had an extra ma- material or martial affair with a fan he met at E3 2017 surfaced online. Okay. Yeah. So I so guess yeah. that yeah, pretty much what you were talking about. Yeah. So that was the whole story that I knew about that when that first happened in 2020. So. I want to say when that happened in 2020, it was around um, May or June, if I'm not wrong. Um, probably around June, they did like an E3 or some type of showcase, and he was kind of presenting the game. It's like, oh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is coming out this fall. Like, whoop de doo um, But what ended up happening was, I want to say a month later, maybe, like around July, maybe even into August, those allegations came out. So once that came out and he was being inappropriate with some person, um, he got fired or you know, leave absence, quote unquote. And then, yeah, he was kicked off the project. And he didn't get to see the game release or anything from that angle and kind of take the glory of, I got directed this game, you know, this is awesome. But yeah, it was a weird time. Um, Especially since there was so much gaming stuff going on around that time. Most notably, the leaks with Naughty Dog 
and whatnot. That all happened around the same time. Um, Ghost of Tsushima just came out. So, and then of course, next gen systems were coming out that fall. So it yeah. was like in his professional uh, view, right. And just a consumer from the outside, that was like the worst timing ever. Cause you just like, oh. you dropped the ball completely. And you had this big partnership with the Xbox series X and, you know, here's all the features that are going to be way better on a series X and the PS five and all this shit. And yeah, I mean, and it got decent review scores from what I remember. People were trying to say that it was good at the time, but you know, I still call bullshit. That's a whole other side story, but yeah, man, it sucks. It sucks that that happened to the guy. And look, at the end of the day, I don't even know if he did any of that stuff. I oh, really yeah. don't. True. I mean, I, but he, but he came out though. He came out and he and he said he even posted. It looks like a, on Twitter um, about. Uh, he says, I'm stepping down from my beloved project to uh, yeah. properly deal with personal issues in my life and the lives mm-hmm. of my family and so on and so on, you know, and it, it, it seems like he was actually, you know, genuinely upset about the whole thing. And, and maybe that, you know, he just maybe just had a lapse of judgment because, dude, he was one of the uh, the directors or not director, but he also helped work on, you know, Black Flag, which is still to this day one of my all-time favorite Assassin's Creed games and Origins as well. I liked Origins, didn't like the direction they went on it, but it was still very interesting. I did like the ancient Egyptian culture and all that stuff that they presented, and I thought it was really good. But Black Flag and then the whole Ezio uh, Alditori series and all that, those were my all-time favorites. And to know that he was there to create those and to know that he could have had a lapse in judgment that threw all that in the toilet is quite sad, actually. You know, And I hate to see that, especially when me and you follow the game industry so well, you know, when we adore these people to know that they're just as human as everybody else, you know, it, it really does suck seeing that happen. Cause now he's not there no more. And we may, that may be, you know, a reason why we don't see any major titles coming out as good, you know, and that really does suck. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I see that point for sure. And, that's why I, I want to go back to the point of, like, you know, when it first started going down and shit, and I finished that thought. Um, the biggest thing with it is, you know, I honestly don't believe some of that shit happened. You know, it happened in the heart of the Me Too movement and whatnot. So anybody that got accused of something, they're instantly guilty until proven innocent. And I think that's complete bullshit. Because, oh, yeah. you know, that little, that little Twitter uh, thing that he dropped, that's a very corporate answer. It's a very professional answer of like, I got to finish. I got to deal with some personal stuff in my life, whatever. And that was just a nice way of saying, you know, I got fired from this project and I got to see the legal side of things and see what happens. Cause you cut to now he's in a new company. So him having that weight behind his name, if he was guilty, you yeah. would not hire him to do anything. He would not be in the industry. He should have been blacklisted. Right. Yeah. That's why I believe that's complete bullshit, what happened. Someone accused him, and it was just like, oh, you have to take this on the chin, and that's it. You don't have any other choice or say. And Ubisoft's a big company. It's not like they're some small-time dudes. Like, they well, tell somebody you're leaving, you're going to leave. So they probably told him, like, look, dude, like we don't want bad publicity. We've got a new game coming out. Assassin's Creed, you know, one of our biggest IPs. You got to just exit the process uh, or exit the project so we don't have any negative publicity on this game. We got to sell crap well, sorry i'm fine. trying to cut you off at all but i had no idea dude tencent is the largest it's the world's biggest video game company yeah had no idea they're a conglomerate a conglomerate dude 
<laughs> they're, they're, they're the Disney uh, video games, for Massive, sure. Dude, so actually, he may have, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, dude, you, who knows, man, it could be, could be some kind of, some deep sector <laughs> bullshit that he was going through, and they just didn't want him there no more, and he was like, fuck yeah. it. You know, who knows, dude? You know, that's one of those things. Hey, man, power to him. He's working for the biggest game develop game company in the in in the world now. So there you go. But but yeah, no, I see. I didn't even know that. I didn't know that they were that big. Hello? I thought Tencent was just another <laughs> offshoot, dude. So hello. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, that that's great though. That's that's cool. Apparently, they have Jesus, dude. They own a lot. They own a lot. They own, yeah. They, you're right. They are. They own Supercell, the fucking grinding gear games, Epic Games. Mm-hmm. Um, let me pop another thirty rows open here. Polygon, even one of them. PUBG, they own that. Yeah, dude. They they own fucking everything, dude. It's insane. Yeah, you're right. They're the Disney, the Disney yeah. <laughs> of of games, dude. That, that's crazy. I'm telling you, man, because it's like, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, you got some same stuff going on over there, right? And then Tencent, just like everything else. Dude, geez, 100%. So they got 100%. I have a, a thing here. Tencent ownership, studio location and percentage owned. They own, let's see, Supercell. Most of them, they own 100% of the company. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they don't have a percentage, they have majority. And, uh, and it's a lot, dude. It's insane how much they own. Yeah, dude, they, they got a lot. They even own discord. They just don't, they have, they, they don't, it, it's an undisclosed amount owned. So man, quite a bit. that's why it's interesting with that company, man. They might, they have some access to some stuff. Yeah, dude, I'm going to have to, I'm going to follow 10 cent and see what goes on. I'm going to, I'm going to add them to my social media and, and, and keep that on wraps. But yeah, dude, it's, it's insane. They own uh, even a lot of South Korean companies, UK companies, Jap- Japan companies, Sweden, fucking France, Finland, Poland, Canada, Switzerland, Germany, Czech Republic. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they're, they're, uh, they are, ooh. Yeah, no, they, and a lot of it, it even says right here, uh, it says, um, they've been linked to hostile takeovers, dude, like, <laughs> hostile takeovers, bro, they're straight buying up everything, because they have the money to do it, and I don't, and that's fine, dude, yeah, I've, I've been noticing, dude, a lot of companies nowadays, they're moving from just the accusation of just, like, one company for, like, you know, advantageous purposes, to straight gobbling up everything they can, dude. It's because yeah, and look, yeah. dude, you, you got it's competitive out here, man. You got to make some money. You got the money. You got to spend it to make it, right? So, if you can get your hand on everything, kind of control the landscape of what video games are, which is the biggest industry in the world, right? Yeah, kind of have to do it. And who knows, man, what the next 10, 15 years are going to look like for that company? They might just buy something major. Like imagine oh. if they bought. Like a huge portion of like Sony or some shit, right? I know. Then, but, then and Yuli's still here too, which is cool. I think he's on his laptop now. Yuli, you got a mic on there or what? He does. Uh, can you hear me now? Apparently not. <laughs> you didn't hear that, Zach? He's talking. Yeah, Yuli, it asks you if you want to use your mic on there. It literally has a drop down menu before you enter. 
Yeah, I did. But that's okay. But yeah, Wait, man, I'm I'm kind of out of topics Zach, here. Not hear him? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Zach. Yuli, do you hear me? Yeah, I hear both of you. Zach just came out. Zach. Jonathan. So you hear me? <laughs> Mr. Curls. Oh, Zach cut out. No. Hello. What? It's Zach cutting out. Damn it. Oh no. Fuck. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hey, so we can keep recording. Holy shit, he was going on rant forever. The fuck just happened? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to lose my mind. Are you? <laughs> Zach, god damn it, it's your internet. Holy shit, we might just have to wrap it up early. Yuli, it was great having you on. <laughs> What a great experience. Holy shit. We had this issue a little bit ago, and it was like, dude, I couldn't hear him talk, or he couldn't hear me talk, and then, yeah, it's him cutting out. Holy shit, dude. Zach, give me yeah. a minute, please. I mean, you might just have to hop back on Warzone, you know what I mean? Probably. Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're heading in that direction right now, especially. Holy shit. What the fuck, man? But I mean, just to ask you a quick question, Yuli. In the meantime, um, how have you been enjoying your time back on Warzone lately? Uh, uh, need to get back used to fucking shooting and shit. I haven't been playing. I've been playing Apex. It's very different. Do you still prefer Apex more than Warzone? No. No. Okay. No. Warzone's the spot. Yeah, I've always been a COD person. You know. Yeah. Always enjoyed nah, it. Yeah, you always been really good at it, dude, for sure. Can't oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Zach, are you back? <laughs> oh, no. Zach! Damn, dude, he's cutting out. Yeah, but I, I, uh, I'm waiting for more for two, man. I want, uh, this looks fucking sick. That's the one, right? Yeah, man, I mean, the campaign looks sick from what they showed off, um, the beta should be dropping pretty soon, I think, August or September. So we all got to hop on that, dude, play the shit out of it. That'd be cool. Yeah, let's but, become pros, you know? I'm probably, dude, hey, I'll tell you what, dude. Just the time that I'm having on Warzone right now, I'm starting to feel myself get a little bit better. And fucking, who knows, bro? We just keep grinding it out and see where it takes us. Fuck yeah, man. You're fucking sick, dude. But yeah, I'm, Zach, are you there? Let me check one more time. Nope, you're not <laughs> Damn. Damn, dude, that's, that sucks, dude. I can't believe that. But, I mean, yeah, I, I'm just going to cut it short because I don't want anything bad to happen. But, yeah, dude, I'll hop on Warzone. Right, we'll see how that is. Uh, hopefully next Friday we don't have any issues. Of course, if you're free, um, which you probably might be going back to work by then, I'm not too sure. But Probably, yeah. Yeah, whenever you want to hop on a podcast, you just let me know. We'll make it happen. For sure, I'll be in the chat, you know. All right, for sure, dude. I'll talk to you later. All right, then, buddy. Bye.